Some of you, if we plucked you now and we took you to state house and we brought you before Uru Kenyatta, you will begin to fumble. Even if we tell you, recite the national anthem, you will behave like you never went to school. I was telling Joe, the Lord was speaking to me about how opportunities is not the issue. Our appointments is not the issue. Our even destiny itself is not the issue. The issue is this. Do you have legs or feet that can stand when the day of destiny comes? It is day to kill Goliath. It is a day to do great things. It is a day for David to be known in the whole land. Finally, when he's about to stand and shoot Goliath, the following happens. People begin to give him questions. People begin to give him options. People begin to give him contradictions. And before David knew it, he had a choice of either backing down or standing up. Standing is not just you wearing shoes and wearing a nice cloth and then saying, I have stood. Standing means your appointment comes and you don't wither. You don't fidget. You don't look back. You don't hold back. That is the meaning of standing. We go to Genesis 41 and we see Joseph being ushered promptly before the king. And this is what happens. The Bible says, and after dressing him, they shaved him. And after shaving him, they brought him and he stood before the king. The issue was not the kingdom. The kingdom was always there. The issue was not the post he was about to receive. The post was always there waiting for him. The issue was this. After being shaved and dressed, was he going to stand or he was going to fumble? Tonight, we are looking at people, prophetically, who may have not been able to stand before situations. We are looking at people who may not have been able to master their courage and to be proficient when they needed to be proficient. We are looking at people who need to stand and arrest destiny and make destiny happen. This Kesha is about you standing. The opportunities are guaranteed. The Bible says in him it is yes and amen. The promises are yes and amen. They are guaranteed. But when the day comes, will you stand? We look at Deuteronomy, the last chapter, I believe, even as I prepare to welcome my brother. Deuteronomy, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Yeah, Deuteronomy is just before Joshua. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 24. We read Deuteronomy 33:24. And of Asher he said, Let Asher be blessed with the children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren. And let him dip his foot in oil. Verse 25. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass. And as thy days so shall thy strength be. Moses is blessing the feet of Asher. He is calling on the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come on the feet of Asher. Your feet are your symbols of stability. Your feet are your symbols of destiny. 
in the spiritual realm, maybe if you have a dream that you are wearing a shoe and maybe one of the shoes was not fitting or one of the shoes was torn, it means there is something which is a problem with your steadiness, with your destiny, with your stability. So when Jesus is beginning to wash the feet of the disciples, he knew these people were about to face their hard choice of their lifetime. They were about to be shaken. The Bible says, Peter, the enemy has sought to shift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. But apart from prayer, he went ahead and did a prophetic thing. He removed their sandals and he began to wash their feet, praying in his heart that these people will be able to stand. When we say you are standing, it means situations may come to shake you, but you will not be moved. However, the Lord may give you rare opportunities like he's giving us tonight for us to pray for your feet, for us to pray that you will stand, for us to pray that the Lord will anoint your feet. Sometimes in the spiritual realm as a man of God, you may begin to see somebody's feet withering. It means the strength and the stability of that man is beginning to diminish. And sometimes I've watched Joe and he has also watched me being led of the Lord to hold the feet of a certain man or a certain woman and to pray over it. Why? Asha's quality of days, Asha was a tribal in Israel. The quality of days of Asha was tied directly to the strength of his feet. When you do not have a stand, it means your days will not be stable as much as you may want them to be stable. So tonight, we are going to pray corporately as the man of God will lead us. But after that, we'll also do ministration on concerning the feet of every person. Some people report to a church like this and something just begins to make them itch. Then they leave just when the Lord is about to bless them. There's a day I was in a certain church and the Lord had told me today it is the service for sister so-and-so. This lady, I won't mention her name, but she was a precious woman of God. And the Lord told me, today is our day. She has been waiting on me for 14 years. This is our day. So I took the mic, preached, and when I was just about to call her, I was told, ah, sister so-and-so went to the supermarket. To buy what? To buy a handkerchief. Oh, God. Then I asked, does she usually do like that? They told me, yeah. She's prayerful, but very confused. She does not last in her service. She does, not, she does not endure in her service. And I said, God, can you go and call her? They told me the supermarket is very far. And sometimes even in this meeting, we watch people, even when we minister, Joe, you are a witness. You are about to call for this group of people who need this kind of prayer. Then you watch the lady take her hand back and walk away. And we're like, why did this lady come? Why did you come only to miss your blessing? It means there is a problem with the feet. There is a problem with the feet because when the feet knows how to be steady, even the blessings the Lord wants to release will not be deviated. Sometimes you need to pray for your feet that the Lord will give you stability. 
When Joseph stood before Pharaoh, standing was the main thing. Paul says in uh, Ephesians, I believe my brother will run us through it, in Ephesians 6.10, that having done all, to do what? To stand. Because you can prepare everything, but if you don't stand in the decisive hour, every preparation will become nothing. Let Asha be blessed with the children. Let him be accepted to his brethren. But all this blessing, all this favor requires Asha to stand. There's a certain lady I told her three weeks ago. I told her, lady, you have been under a lot of problems. This is the advice and this is the instruction from the Lord Jesus. Do not miss a session on a Sunday in Deliverance Church in Gong Road, do not miss Akesha. If you can only do it for a month, all these years you have been in trouble will not exist anymore. You will enter into your blessing. And I waited for her to come. Last minute when she's about to come to church, something could happen and she could postpone. Another hour, something could happen, she could postpone. And I saw her legs going like this. And the Lord told me, this one is unsteady. I cannot visit her. And I'm waiting for her by next month she will call me with the problem having doubled. May the grace of the Lord help me on what to do. Because all she needed to do was now to stand. You come to the church and you stand there till the Lord comes through for you. So why did the king give Daniel all those food and the wine so that after three years they may stand? Tell your neighbor, prepare to stand. My coffee call my brother, the apostle. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. I'll quickly go to the scripture where we, which is our main scripture today. But I don't intend to speak for a long time. Uh, because we want to believe the Lord for a few things. My brother said, as the Bible says, having done everything, stand. Praise the Lord. Uh, I hope you understand what that scripture says, and I'll go slowly. The Bible says, having done everything, this is what the Bible says, having been a faithful tither, having been a faithful cedar, stand. Having been a good Christian, Having been a Christian that is not rebellious, having been born again, stand. Praise the Lord. Having done everything that you can do in life, the Lord is saying, stand. And I want to take you through the Bible for you to understand uh, understand this. And how do we stand? And we look at the what, what the Lord Jesus did. Because sometimes we take life for granted and we think that the... The, the, the few prayers we do every day uh, are the ones, the, the little, little prayers that we do every, every day are the ones that are going to help us. You've heard, sometimes even you become a, a costarian. So, these little, little, little prayers are the ones that are going to deliver me. Yet the Bible says, be wary of the little boxes. Praise the Lord. For a Christian, and we look at the life of Jesus, you have to make a determination to stand. And standing, I'll be very honest, is not very easy. 
Standing is when you know this is what the Lord is saying in my life. This is the direction the Lord has commanded me to go. This is the path the Lord has decided for me. Praise the Lord. If you are a youth, I cannot be married by an unbeliever. If you are a businessman, I cannot be involved in corruption. And if you are a businessman like me, who knows the direction the Lord is taking me, it means you know very well that every businessman or woman has been given by grace of God to operate in only a certain kind of businesses, certain territories. My brothers and sisters, let's not, and sorry for saying this word, let's stop being fools. You think because I carry the grace for a businessman, I can deal in any busy? And they say, I'm Mari Mari. Who lied to you? Praise the Lord. He said, I am Mari Mari. I am a trader. I'm a general trader. Check your Bible. There is no general trader in the Bible. God gave us grace for a specific ter territory. Even when God was telling the children of Israel, go to Canaan, he specified Canaan. He never said general. But we have reached a level with us Christians. We have taken the word of God. Raisi. I'm a general trader. What is your profession? I'm a general trader. So the next thing you'll be telling us, I'm a general Christian. Check your Bible. What God does, God picks at Christians and arranges the destiny of that Christian and says, there's a plan and a purpose for you. A plan and a purpose. God does not generalize you. Why do you generalize yourself? The next thing you'll be telling us, I'm a general Christian. Praise the Lord. God forbid. Praise the Lord. So if you're in business, God never called you to do any kind of business. And that's why some preachers come to us, we pray for them, and the next thing my, apostle, my brother, Apostle Joshua, we tell them, close that be business. Because you went the wrong direction direction. One day I went to the mountain to pray and the Lord spoke to me. First I had come from a mission and I was very excited because there were testimonies and I was very excited. I was very happy and the Lord told me we meet in the mountain tomorrow. I also almost called my brother Apostle Joshua to ask him, surely, surely. I am so tired and he told me we meet in the mountain tomorrow. And so I said, fine. Because he has said, I will so I went to the mountain and uh, said, Lord, I am here. And the voice of the Lord spoke to me and said, the book of Job, chapter 33, verse 11. And he said, my son, I have fastened your feet. And I keep, I keep close watch over your path. That scripture changed my mind. I never knew first a scripture like that, like, like that existed in the Bible. He says, I have fastened your meaning I have tied your feet. I watch over your path. My brother, my sister, if you shall ever stand and be known, if you shall ever be somebody in this life, you have to understand that we serve a jealous God. He has decided your path. You either walk on that path or walk on your path. You ever decide. So the day the Lord spoke that to me, I realized, wait a minute. I can never have my life the way I wanted it. 
is the same thing for Christians. There is a destiny the Lord has purpose for you. Every time you operate out of it, you find yourself struggling. You find yourself straining. You find yourself there is no joy. You have just come out of your, out of your protective zone. Zone. So some of you, we need to, when you come here, we need to stop being kind to you. And we need to tell you, my sister, you are a rebel. You are a rebellious girl. You are a rebellious brother. So we need to rebuke the spirit of rebellion. We just need to be honest. Praise the Lord. When I came to this church, and oh Lord Jesus, may that grace come upon my life again. When I came to this church, and where, when every, almost every night, when brothers and sisters will come here, we pray for them. The spirit of the Lord will tell me, Tell her, tell him to tithe. And I would call pastor, eh, this one. I was kind of saying, this one need to redeem tithing. You see, there are principles in the Bibles that will never change. For you to stand, you have to follow the principles of the Bible. And my brother, we do not, or my sister, we do not tell you some things to make the church look good. It's a principle. I can never help you if you are not following it. If you are not a tither, the truth is you are a wrong. I never said it. However much I pray and jump over you and I go to the mountain up and down, up and down praying for Sister Grace. When, uh, in your spiritual realm, you are a robber. So what do you want me to do? My brother, the Apostle Joshua, what do I do? He's a robber. And the devil knows he's a robber. Please promote yourself. If you're not a giver, when we and there's nothing I can do. I am sweating, I am praying, I'm believing the Lord for you, I'm holding your hands, I'm anointing you. But in the spiritual realm, when you come on God, yes, I'm a believer. What do you want me to do? That is not standing. However much I tell you to stand, however much I tell you to believe the word of God, there are some principles in the Bible that are non-negotiable. Understand the word of God. And start taking, take, taking the word of God raisi. If the word of God says it has said, settled it. It will never be changed. There is no negotiation. Praise the Lord. I watched one day and I was, that's fine. That day I almost went to slap a, a, a sister on the altar being prayed by a certain bishop, a certain prophet. And the woman of God was telling her, that man you are going to marry, you are going to maintain it by your grace. And the Lord was saying, pray for me. That the Lord may have mercy. And the bishop was saying, I am telling you, I'm a prophet of God. You are going to maintain that man by your grace. And I looked at the lady and said, what a fool. I, my own grace, I maintain a human being or I maintain anything. It's not sufficient. I love, I love him. With whose grace? Your grace. And so she could not, she said, I do not even know how to pray for you. Because nobody has their own grace. It's the Lord that gives us grace. And when the Lord pours grace in our lives, we extend it. So what grace do I pray for you? I looked at the leader and said, what a fool. I will change this business. I will receive this bribe and I will go and take tithe. Praise the Lord. As every day demands his bread. As every day demands his bread. As every day demands his bread. Every day also demands his prayer. As every day demands his bread. As every day demands his provision in your life. Every day also demands his prayer. 
Prayer. I spoke to a lady in this church and I hope if you are here, I have no apology. And she told me, I, I, there's a scripture, I said, when do you break forces of the enemy that rises against you? I said, when do you speak, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, no weapon that is raised against you shall pro. And she said to me, that scripture I prayed over my life in January. I said, oh my God, hallelujah. I pray it over my life almost every day, every week, every week. We have, for you to stand, you have to understand the principles in the Bible that are non-negotiable. Your work is to follow them. One principle standing as a Christian is, what the Bible says is non-negotiable. It is non-negotiable. God will never negotiate with you. Jesus had to go to the cross so that we may, we may be redeemed. And when he tried to negotiate, did he succeed? No. My brother, my sister, he made stools. For 30 years, he was a carpenter's son. Making tables, beds, and stools. And some of them will tell him, he made hajakalia vizuri. He had to go also and collect dead. The father says, tulijengea ule mundugu three beds. You need to go recollect money. He was became a normal human person. I'm a, a normal human being. For the sake of understanding us. 30 years. And then I've heard some people say, God, you do not understand. For 30 years, he was here on us, understanding us. And not as God, but as a normal human being. Because even him, he knew, it is not ego. God has to redeem his people. His people. And I'm the cross. I'm the bridge. So my brother, my sister, there are some things that are not negotiable. My wife and my, 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 my friend, the apostle, were laughing at me the other day. I put myself in a very difficult environment. Very difficult one. And I wanted to sell something that is the Lord has spoken to me I cannot sell. And I said, let me try the waters. And my spiritual father has always told me this idea of stop trying the waters. My friend, I tried the waters. And uh, there's a piece of land I wanted to sell. And I needed money. I seriously needed money. So I tried the water. The Muzungu came up with an offer that I cannot refuse. Even God knows I cannot refuse. I went to my wife, please help me pray. She laughs, you know. I went to Apostle help me pray. They were laughing. My friend, I have never had such figures in my life. We are not talking about 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 million. So we are talking about more than that. And I needed money. But the Lord says, I cannot say. Sir. What rescued me, my brother and my sister? I have to tell the Lord, Lord, I stand. Hallelujah. You said no, I also said no. That's how the principles of the kingdom of God works. Hallelujah. And in, my, and in my bank, I did not have 10,000. In my house, I did not have 10,000. At that time, I think I had no money. But I should have said, Hallelujah. Lord, you say it is settled. I am joyful, Lord. I am glad. You know me. Hallelujah. It is well with me. And I started singing the hymns. It's well with me. Hallelujah. It's well with me. Some of you say, I will give tithe. Hallelujah. If the Lord says, No, it is a no. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the devil told me, can you divide that tithe? Imagine what that tithe can do. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. One thing I refused is I refused to imagine to believe what it can do. And I said, Lord, you have said no. It is a no. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are we understanding each other? So now that has taken a lot of my, my time. But I want to go to the scripture that we are having to, to, uh, today. If you look at the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7. The Bible, Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7, I'll read quickly. The Bible says, during the days of Jesus on earth. I normally say, lead your Bible slowly like me. The Bible has started during the days of who on earth? During the days of Jesus on earth. Listen carefully. During the days of Jesus on earth, he offered up prayers. Number one. I want you to check very carefully that scripture I was I'll read. It says, during the days of Jesus on, on earth. And I want you to check what is listed, listed there. During the days of Jesus on, he offered prayers. I want you to check and you check and you, you, you see whether in that scripture that, that I'll be reading, uh, the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7 to verse 10. And you tell me whether you see anywhere listed as the works of Jesus. So during the days of Jesus on earth, he offered prayer. So during your days on, on earth, number one priority of a Christian is to offer what? Your works, my brother, will not help you stand. It is your prayers. Number two, the Bible says, and petitions. Jesus not only offered prayer, but he offered peti petitions. There's a brother, me and Apostle Joshua are saying, this one we have to go before the Lord to petition. We are saying we go before the Lord to petition the Lord on behalf of that brother. My brother, my sister, kuna pahali maombi inafikaga muisho. Inafikaga mui? And you go for a petty? petition. You who was told that prayer answers everything, which Bible, which Bible do you read? And the prayers answer everything. Who told you that? There is a season for prayer. There is a season, season for plan, planting. And there is a season for harvest. And there is a season for petitions. And there is a season for crying before the Lord and offering tears before the Lord. And there is a season for joy. Joy. So don't tell me answer prayers everything. And there's a season for obedience. You just walk in before the Lord. Obedient. Then you tell me answer of prayers answers everything. Look at the Bible. During the days of Jesus on earth, he offered prayer. Prayers. And he went beyond prayers. After offering prayers, the Bible says, and petition. Beyond prayer, Jesus also petitioned. Petition God. And beyond offering prayers and petition God, the Bible says, and with loud cries and tears, three things he did before he got to the fourth one. He not only prayed, and he were not talking about prayer, praying, he went beyond prayer and offered prayers. Are you understanding the Bible? We are not talking, the Bible does not say he prayed. He said he offered prayer, prayers. There's a difference between praying and offering prayers. So he offered prayers. Beyond offering prayers, he petitioned God. For you to stand, you need to know how to pray. And for you to stand, you need to know how to petition God. And for you to stand, you need to, to, to know the importance of crying before the Lord with loud cries and tears. 
I love when I'm, I'm crying before the Lord. And the Bible says, to the one who could save him from death, and he was hard because his because of his relevant, relevant submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience. My brother, after you have offered prayers, after you have offered petition, after you have cried, there is another stage of obedience. Obedience, this is where now you stand, the, the mzungu offers you those huge amount of money and you say, Lord Jesus, not my will, but your will. And you rebuke the spirit of Nini? Eh? Tama. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So and the Bible says, from him, from what he suffered, and once made perfect. I don't want to, I know my time is gone. But clearly you've understood what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. That for you to stand, number one, you have to learn to offer. Prayer. Number two, you have to learn to petition. Number three, you have to cry before the Lord. Do not be afraid to cry before the Lord. If in your tribe they told you we do not cry, the, our, Bible, our tribe in the Bible says we cry before the Lord. The Lord. Number four, we, we move with obi. obedience. But so that I may be blameless before the Lord in just five minutes, let's go to the text that we gave you. If you look at the book of Isaiah chapter 7, we gave you verse 9. I quickly run you through. I think in five minutes I will try. Look at the Bible. I would have taken you from Isaiah chapter 1, chapter 1 verse 7. Up to Isaiah chapter 1 up to verse 7. But I will only go to Isaiah chapter 6 then finish with chapter 7. The Bible says start with chapter 6. It says when King Uzziah died, I saw the there are some things, my brother, my sisters, for you to experience God, have to die. There are some foundations in your life that have to be silenced. There are some things that we have to do to provoke God in our life. To provoke God in our life. One, I'll give you two quickly. You have to learn to honor your vows before God. If you, have, you are here today and there are some vows you have offered God and you've not honored them, you have to understand, you have to fulfill those vows. Because even God in Isaiah chapter fifty-five, uh, in his, yes, in Isaiah chapter fifty-five, verse ten and eleven, he says, "Him he, he, he honors him. If God honors His vows, you have to honor yours." And some of you, I'm looking. I'm quickly getting four people. If you are the one that have never written your vows before God, you've just spoken them easily. You are generalizing your vows before God. Write the vows that you have promised God. I will do this, and write the date. Praise the Lord. So when the king dies, Isaiah experiences who? God. And if you go to verse 7, verse 7, Isaiah now becomes a proper prophet. But look at verse 7. The verse 6 says, King Uzziah dies. And his, his eyes are open. He started experiencing God. But look at chapter 7. Who arises up? King Uzziah's son. Praise the Lord. Your enemy da, dies. But the remnant, of, uh, the remnant of your enemy stand up against you. Praise the Lord. You will never live without enemies. 
But the only way you'll overcome your enemies is when you learn how to stop which you've read. So, but because King Uzziah has died, Isaiah look at the, 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 the son of King, uh, King Uzziah and says, this one I can deal with because there is great grace. And the, and, and the Bible says in uh, verse 1, uh, together with other people, and I'll say other people because of time, together with other people, they rise up to go and uh, uh, attack who? Jeru? Jerusalem. And in verse 2, and they do not only go to attack Jerusalem, but also they go to overpower it. And verse 2, the Bible says, and, the, and now the house of David was told. The house of who? David. Not Israel. Check your Bible. Not he. The house of the man of God that I made a promise with was told. Every time, the, it's supposed to be that Every time the devil wants to attack your territory, the Lord, because you have a covenant with the Lord, and you have learned to walk obediently before the Lord, the Lord reminds you, or send a word of God, or send a man of God to tell you, there is an attack coming in your kingdom. There is an attack coming in your territory. That's how God works. Nothing is supposed to take you by surprise if you have learned to stand before the Lord. So the house of David is told there is an attack coming. Praise the Lord. And we'll be making some declaration to help you on that. In fact, lift up your right hand. Say, Lord Jesus, may my enemies never attack my territory without my knowledge. May you have mercy upon me that every time the enemies come to attack my territory, that Lord Jesus, your grace be sufficient enough for me to alert me. Have mercy that I may never be overcome by my enemies. But I may be found standing in Jesus' name. That's what the Bible says. And then, uh, because I don't have time, please uh, forgive me. And, verse, and verse, verse 2, the Bible says, and people, are, I'm, I'm picking a few scriptures. The Bible says, people are shaken as the trees of the forest are shaken by the wind. The Bible says, the house of David was torn. But the Bible says, look, the house of David did not shake. But the Bible says, other people are shaken. Shaken. Like the trees of the, fo of the forest. And verse 4 says, now this is a prophet. The prophet comes uh, in verse 3 and they say, then the Lord said to Isaiah, lift up your right hand. Say, Lord Jesus, may there never miss a prophet in my life to rescue me when I look defeated. May you always send a prophet to me. A prophet that I will honor. To, that I will listen to. To tell me about the secret or the attacks of my enemies. That I may stand and call upon the name of the Lord. And together with the prophet. And together with the men of God. And together with the women of God. That they may hold my hands. And we stand and defeat the enemies that I may be established. May it be so, Lord Jesus. Amen. So now, uh, the, then the, this is what the prophet says. Be careful. Now listen. The man of God, the prophet, ar arises and arrives. And he says what? I like these words. This, look at. Hallelujah. I like the prophets of God. He says what? Remember, these people are shaking like what? The trees of the forest. The forest. But look at what them when the man of God arise, uh, arise, what happens? Hallelujah. Learn to let me give you a simple secret. 
It is good. It is biblical to have your pa, your pastor. But there is no harm in having a personal pro, prophet. But that number one principle you have to have honored your pa, pastor. Because your pastor is the one who have your contract with God. This other one comes to help you to start understand the principles of the Bible. So, because the man of God, the prophet, arri arrives, he says what? And I love the word. Be careful. He said, be careful. Everyone today, be careful. Then he says, keep calm. Everyone, because you came today, keep calm. It shall be well. Then he says, don't be afraid. Because you came today, do not be afraid. Even if they told you they are auctioning you tomorrow, and please come here, they will not auction it. In Jesus' mighty name. Even if they have threatened you, because you came, there is grace today for that threat to be nullified in Jesus' name. Whatever is challenging you today, when you come on, kneel on this altar, and you stand, all that is required is faith. Faith? Faith. It will not happen in Jesus' name. If we be the men of God, and women of God, and children of God, and we obey the covenant of God, it shall not happen. Praise the Lord. Or in you this be careful and be calm and do not be afraid. Afraid. Then he says, Do not lose heart. I also tell you, do not lose heart. Hallelujah. And then he says, Because these two smaller, then I like the prophet. Hallelujah. And I know I'm one of them. Hallelujah. And I'm arising even to be more powerful. Look at the way he, he talks about the enemy. He said, these two things are like, just like smoldering woods. My friend, my brother, my sister, whatever is disturbing you today, is just like that wood. In Jesus' mighty name. And that's what he says. Then he says in verse 5, those who are plotting your room, he tells about those who are plotting his ruin. Then he says, let us tear it apart and divide it among ourselves. I like the prophet. Say, whatever is challenging you shall be divided and plotted away. Praise the Lord. And then he says in verse 7, it will not take place. I like that. My brother, my sister, whatever is challenging you today, stand up and say, it will not take place in Jesus' mighty name. Say, it will not take place. Stand for a minute and say, it will not take place. It will be nullified. It will be revoked by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Nothing will take me down because the grace of God is alive in my life. And then it will say, it will not happen. I like that. So are they auctioning tomorrow, you tomorrow? It will not happen. They are locking your house tomorrow. It will not happen. You are dying tomorrow. It will not happen. They are firing tomorrow. It will not happen because of the grace of God. They are planning to humiliate you tomorrow. It will not happen because of the grace of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are they tempting God? It will not happen. Are they mocking you? It will not happen. Praise the Lord. And don't sit down. And verse 9, it ends up verse 9. We say, if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. And we are saying, we are standing up we are standing up family. We are standing up family. Because it will not happen. Praise the Lord. We are standing up family because it will not happen. 
And the Bible says it will not take place. Place. So what is threatening you today? It will not take place. It will not happen. That's what you need to determine today. That I am standing by faith. Because the grace of God has established me. What has established you? The grace of God. And you are here to offer prayers. You are here to petition God. You are here to cry before God. And you are not a rebellious person. So there is grace to make you stuck. So it will not happen. It will not take place. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Before I lead you into prophetic declaration, let's receive my brother who has the grace from Egypt. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are blessed to be in the presence of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Can you get seated? I won't take much of the time. It is good to be here with you. Uh, thank you, man of God, for, for such a wonderful word. And brother, thank you. God bless you. And man of God, God bless you. Thank God um, we're here again with you today. Some of you remember me, isn't it? Can somebody tell me maybe my name if you remember me? <laughs> because eh, that pastor who came from... Uh, ah, and then you scratch your hair. I scratch on your head. Is there anybody who remembers my name? It's okay. It's good you remember my face. Praise the Lord. I thank God I'm here. I love this place. And God, I have a reason why you brought me back. And I love so much the man of God. God, I've used him so much. He's casual. But he's godly and he's humble. <laughs> you, you said that word and I <laughs> Praise God. God is looking for humble vessels that he may use them. Uh, God sent me to this nation. I came with a message. I went through a lot before coming here. Amen. It took the grace of God, God to connect me with the man of God. And it took him being humble to welcome me here. And that is how God started moving. And the revelation I got through that is this. There are so many people who are missing their miracles. Who have not arrived to that destination because of how people behave in a church today. Praise God. The moment he allowed me, I came here. I shared the word of God. He opened two doors in the two churches of his friend. I went and ministered. That is the only churches I ministered in since I came to Kenya. And I was almost here for, it was only remaining three days to make three months here. I was lodging. I went through a lot. I cried so much tears. I said, God, he's really believers. In this what? In this country. But I was always interceding and praying. I became very small. Very, very small. It was many days in the prayer and the fasting. Even if I wanted to break up, where is the money? I could maybe have not even a five shilling in my pocket. But one thing I believed to God. It doesn't matter. 
when God is with you, he can, you can make it. Praise God. You can do what? I said, I prayed a prayer. I said, God, I said, Kenya, I command you that you love me by force. Praise Jesus. I, there are many pastors I called, they switch off their phones. There are those I try to connect, they don't want to respond completely until I pray, say, God, this Kenya belongs to you. Now I decree and de declare I am a Kenyan. Now I claim all it needs for me to accomplish the mission. That is how God did it. And I found myself here. But this is how God did After he shared, I was, I was to leave for Nigeria to go and deliver the message for Nigeria. And this is what happened. They told him you can't get a visa from here. It's impossible. I remember I shared with the man of God. Um, I came and I sat there. I said, how am I going to get a visa for Nigeria? I came and sat there and I prayed. And I said, God, I need a visa in 24 hours. I said, God, I need a visa for Nigeria in what? 24 hours. I was sitting there while I prayed. We drove, we went back. The following morning, I felt, say, Pastor, please take me to Nigerian embassy. I reached there. When I reached there, I did the inquiries. They told me it is impossible. 100% zero. You cannot get a visa from here. I said, okay. While I was going outside, the security man calls me. He said, come, did they help you? I said, no. He said, don't worry, sit down. He called somebody. After making a call, you wait. I waited for three hours at the embassy. When the man came, I narrated to him, I want to go to Nigeria, have the message. I, I realized he's a believer. But he said, I can't help you. Go back to your country. But if there's a way I can help you, you have to pay money, and that is $250. I don't take a, a bribe. I will give you even a receipt. I said, that is what I want. I had $200 in my pocket. I gave it to him. I said, 50 I'll bring it tomorrow. He sent my passport, photocopy. The following day before, 3 o'clock, the visa was already approved in immigration in Nigeria. That is how I left, and I received the visa at the arrival. I reached in Nigeria. I don't know anybody. Brother Rena was here. He introduced me to a bishop. When I reached there, the bishop paid for the hotel the first day. The second day, he calls me and says, ah, My brother, uh, are you comfortable in that hotel? Uh, do you want to continue staying there or you want to go to another hotel? You know, if you are designing, you understand. Isn't it? I said, Please, man of God, just help me pay for the following day. Then I will see what to be done. He paid. From there, he was going to Colombia. He was very busy. I said, God, what do I do? Where do I go to? But you know, I said, say, Nigeria, you belong to Jesus, so you belong to me. God opened doors. I began sharing the message of God. I ended up even sleeping in the, in the house of Bishop Benson Dahosa. I met Margaret Dahosa. I sat on a dining where Benson Dahosa had visas for America, and after eating dinner, he said, I want rest. He just collapsed there. 
I slept under that roof. And they say, a man is not allowed to sleep in that house. They have big residences within. But I slept there. And one bishop told me, you are favored. God is with you. I finished the mission there. I had no money. You know what happened? They put me on a bus. I crossed three countries to enter Ghana. Benin Republic, Togo Republic. I crossed so many borders. But I have arrived in Ghana. I reached there. I, know, I don't know anybody. They introduced me to me to one apostle. Of when I called, he never responded until I left Ghana without seeing him. I lodged in a hotel for two days. I had no money. I said, God, Ghana belongs to you. So it belongs to me. But I want to tell you, God intervened. Before I left Ghana, I had, I had established an altar in the president's office. Praise God. God achieved so much. Accomplished so much in Ghana. I was in Ghana for three months and a half. The eldership of the former president, she could come and pick me from where I was staying. She takes me, I eat lunch. Dinner, she brings me back with a driver herself. Is that not God? There are brigadier generals who could come and pick me, cars from the military, different number plates from the government. And the man of the hotel, the general manager, he's a Lebanese. He asked me, who are you exactly? <laughs> the cars he used to see, even the former deputy prime minister came. And they could know that they, they know them. Praise God. That is what God can do even when you don't have money. But when you are carrying his presence. I want to encourage you today. God is looking for vessels. God is looking for men and women who will stand and say, God, it doesn't matter where I am. Even when they catch you, they throw you in a pit. You make it. Praise God. What happened to Joseph? They catch him. They say, let us throw him in a pit. From there, they say, no, let us sell him. They sold him. They were preparing his destiny. Where did Joseph end up from? From the pit in way is when he became a prime minister. You don't rise up to just become a prime minister in Egypt. My children are born there. Amen. In that country, they don't give citizenship. During those days, it was a kingdom. Isn't it? I think you have kingdoms here. You have chiefs here, isn't it? You don't become a chief. Or second way chief, unless you are coming from a royal family. Isn't it? So during the days of Pharaoh, there is no way Joseph could become a prime minister of Egypt. It is zero percent. But when God is with you, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where your education, whether you have never seen a black board or a white board. The most important thing you need, the presence of God. The presence of God can introduce you to the world. Hallelujah. I, I, I don't have ranks to sit with the generals. And when they sit with you, they give you respect. Man of God. It is only God who can do that, isn't it? Who are you to sit with those who are highly educated 
unless you're on the same level. You don't sit with the kings unless you're on a what? On the same level, isn't it? The God we serve is an amazing God. You don't have a PhD in education. You can have a PhD from heaven. There's a PhD. Pull heavens down. That's the only PhD I know. And I have it. When I started praying, I pulled the heaven down. You enter the forest, you pray, and you feel something is what? Taking place. You enter a place, you shut the casinos down. You enter a city and you bring revival everywhere God sends you because you carry the presence of God. Everywhere you go, God goes before you. You are carrying the what? There's nothing you cannot do if God is with you. I stopped in this one. My father died. I had no money to continue my studies. I have sat with ministers. I have sat with big people. But they respect me and they ask you for advice and they ask you for counsel. They are, they are Americans, Canadians, and Australians. Are you trained who are teachers at American college in Egypt? You cannot teach such people unless you are also highly educated. But I tell you, God can give you wisdom. When people look at you, they see that you are not educated, but you are with Jesus. Jesus is what? With you. Do you know that? You can be only you know how to speak Swahili. But when the presence of God is with you, you will speak that Swahili and the white person will be healed and delivered. Because you are carrying the what? Sometimes we just pray to my. There are things I have learned not to waste my time to pray. I will just stand and command this must what? Happen. Where are the early apostles? apostles? I could say where the prophets of the Old Testament, where they praying the prayers we can pray today. That they were praying hours, they will be praying one hour, two hours. No. The Holy Spirit was on them. And whenever the Holy Spirit took control, whatever they spoke, it happened. They would tell the son, stand still until I have avenged my enemies. And God responded. But if you say, I need to go for prayers and fasting for days. Hallelujah. If you are walking in righteousness with God, you are walking in holiness with God, God will anoint you. You speak as God speaks. You enter in a pharaoh's court and say, let my people go. And they will be what? You go to the national altars. You, you, you know what is taking place in a country. You are the one who have the authority to stop that. Praise Jesus. Do you know whatever is happening today in a country? It is the church. Allowing that to happen. The confusion you are seeing is from where? From the church. Praise God. But it's a high time for the church to rise up and lift up the banner of salvation. God is looking for men and women who are going to sacrifice 
their life. Praise Jesus. If one of you had 10,000 uh, shillings on your account and God says, gives it away, you say, no, God, it's the only man I have. Amen? You will try to negotiate with God, isn't it? If God told you, give away your house, what will you do? You say, God, no, it's impossible. I can't give it away. Hallelujah. But when God says something, he means it. I have learned to sacrifice anything. Anything. If God tells me, I want you to go here. If he's the only single coin I have in my pocket, I, because he's the one who gives. If he say, give it away and you try to negotiate with him. Even the life you have, you just can just snatch it away. I remember I had, a, I had an experience with God. It was 2007. And God spoke to me uh, to go to northern Sudan for a mission. We had just gotten married with my wife. It was not long. And God said, I have to go. All the money we had around, I had to buy a ticket to go. I flew from Cairo to Khartoum. I was in Khartoum for two days, and then I got on a bus. We left in the morning Khartoum. We arrived the Port Sudan at 12 past midnight. You see that journey? You walk with, you go through the desert, the driver will just look for roads. There are places where you pass where uh, robbers and rebels will just kill people. There's a sandstorm that comes sometimes and bury buses with the people. I was in Port Sudan for three weeks, seeking God, praying, fasting. Say, God, why did you bring me for here? On the last day, God brought a great revival in that Port Sudan city. Until today, they are still experiencing that move of God. I left, I went back to Hatum, going back to Cairo. I arrived without no single coin in my pocket. But they came to pick me at the airport. After, after two days, the Kenyan ambassador, she was my friend. She called me and said, I was going to have lunch with the Philippines ambassador. But I had God to, to tell me to stay in his presence with him. But while I was in the presence of God, God told me to come to call you. And he'll give you some money. I went there to the residence. She gave me $500. Praise God. I say, God, you are so faithful. In my life, I have learned to sacrifice. Praise God. If we want to see God move in our life, like what you are doing here, you have sacrificed. Isn't it? The more we sacrifice, the more we are laying the foundation for our destiny. Praise the living God. God is looking for vessels he can use for his glory and honor. God is looking for men. It, it doesn't matter who you are. You don't know how much to pray. But I say, God, teach me how to pray. Teach me how to walk in your ways. Teach me how to be obedient to you. And when you pray such prayers, God will visit you. Praise the living God. I want to tell you, you may pray for 12 hours. But if you are not walking in line with God, you miss heaven. You miss the blessings of God. Praise the living God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Isn't it? Obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. If I tell I have no time to tell you the journeys, what I have gone through, but I have seen the hand of God. 
And God is waiting for you as well. That if you rise up and start committing yourself, Kenya can never be the same. Those altars which are demanding bloodshed of people, they can never be there. You stand here and send a ballistic missile and you destroy those altars from here. From here you just press and you what? And you destroy them. You can be here and you destroy altars in the U.S. Because the missiles we have, nothing can resist them. No demon can what? Resist them. No witch can resist them. There are those, you know, they have missiles and there are those who have anti-missiles. The devil doesn't have anti-missile. He cannot catch our missiles. He cannot say, ah, I'm going to send them back. No. It is him when he sends his missiles. For us, we have anti-missile. That's why he say, back to the sender. And when it goes back to, to destruction, you are capable enough to hit anywhere in the whole world. You are powerful enough to destroy any kingdom of the devil anywhere in the whole world. You can launch and you destroy the altars down in the ocean. Praise God. You don't, you don't need to go and swim there and you go down in order to destroy them. No. You can make it. Praise the living God. I think I've run out of my time. But that's what I wanted to encourage you. Why was I sharing your dad? Is to encourage you that God can use you. It doesn't matter your age. God can what? If I tell you what I've gone through in Egypt, I've been beaten several times, but I've gone so deep in the villages of Egypt, a lot of revival had taken place. Praise the living God. If God can use me in Egypt, where I am preaching and the church is being guarded by Muslims, and these are the ones who are supposed to kill you. Don't tell me the same God. If you get a speaker, you go outside there. And you preach, nobody will arrest you, isn't it? If you go to speak, you just stand on the street of Cairo and say, you, you make sure you have already told God, Daddy, I am coming back home. So by the time you finish preaching, you will not even finish preaching. They will just come here and they understand you. It is forbidden in Egypt to find you discussing things of religion outside. They will arrest you and, and you know, jail you. It is not allowed to have a fellowship inside the houses. They say if you want fellowship, go and what? And do it in the church. Amen? And to have a church there is just a miracle. That's why you hear churches underground. Isn't it? You don't find a Muslim praying in their houses, isn't it? When Muslims are praying, they're praying in the mosque. Or there's a place where they have dedicated for prayers. So if they say, who are you to pray in your houses? And even the house you're praying is not your house. If they realize, they find out that you're doing a fellowship in your house, in the house, you do not happen. They will come and take away that house from the owner. The owner will not have any right to own it anymore. They have the right. It is yours. By the moment they find out that you're giving it to a foreigner for a fellowship or anything, they just take it away from you. It is no more yours. And that, that, that as a foreigner, you're in danger. You're in big danger. 
if they see you are ministering to Egyptians, it is more dangerous. I know some friends who are Americans, they just come and pick them. Say, you are going. You say, I have a residence. Say, we don't care you have a residence. This is our country. They put you to any flight which is there. Pray Jesus. But I have watched God do it. Don't tell him you cannot bring revival in Kenya. Don't tell him you cannot make it. Don't tell me you cannot stand in this nation. And you see God, the miracle signs and wonders take place. That you see families get changed. You see, you know, your life get changed. You see cities get changed. You see your nation get changed. You see your destiny get changed. There's nothing God cannot do through your life. Hallelujah. Can you just stand up by leading in prayer even if it's five minutes? Oh, Rabba Kasa Karababa. Oh, I wish you know the God you serve. I wish you know the God you serve. If you only believe him, have faith and full confidence in him, you will possess nations, you will possess cities, you bring destruction in every kingdom of the enemy. You will stand wherever you want. Your head lifted up. Your voice lifted up, knowing that you are capable of bringing down the kingdom of the enemy to establish the kingdom of the living God. Rise up your voice and say, God, anoint me today to pray like I've never prayed before. Anoint me today, Heavenly Father, that I may rise up within me, that I may be revived and be refueled to go out to them and set the captives free and deliver those who are into the slavery and deliver those who are in the hands of the enemy. Rise up, rise up, rise up. Rise up within you. Rise up within you. Call upon the name of Jesus. Call upon the praises of God. Say, Lord, anoint me today. I want to see my life changed. I want to see my nation changed. I want to see my community changed. I want to see every environment of mine changed to the glory of God. Lord, anoint me with the Holy Ghost fire. Anoint me with the whole madness. Wherever I will be, wherever I will go, that the name of God will be glorified. The name of God will be exalted. The name of God will be lifted up to the glory of the Almighty God. Oh yes, I can't hear you praying. I can't hear you praying. I want to hear you pray like a woman who has the labor pain. I want to hear you pray like a woman who is feeling pain and you want to give birth to a child. You want to give birth to a miracle. I want to hear you pray like somebody who is tired of frustration, somebody who is tired of some circumstance, somebody who is tired of poverty, somebody who is tired of the chains of the enemy, somebody who is tired of gases, somebody who is tired of frustration. Rise up here voice cry to Jesus rise up your voice cry to Jesus say Lord we want to see you move in our lives like never before we want to see you Jesus touch our lives we want to see you Jesus touch our nation we want to see you Jesus change 
every nation change every nation as you change our nation Kenya lift up your voice lift up your voice lift up your voice cry to Jesus cry to Jesus say I need a change I need a change I need a transformation I need a change I need transformation touch me Jesus touch me Jesus anoint me Jesus set me free deliver me from every chain of the enemy deliver me from every path of darkness deliver me from every curse deliver me from every handwork of the wickedness of the enemy in the name of Jesus I can't hear you praying I can't hear you pray pray with the Holy Ghost madness pray with all the Holy Ghost madness say Lord Day. Do not pass by me. Do not pass by my family. Do not pass by my community. Do not pass by my town. Do not pass by nation Kenya. I can't tell you pray. 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 Pray until you feel there's a divine touch. There's a divine visitation. There's a divine touch. There's a divine visitation. There's a divine touch. There's a divine visitation. I want to tell you pray. I want to tell you cry to Jesus. Say enough is enough. 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 Enough of bloodshed. Enough of confusion in our nation, Kenya. Enough confusion. Enough is enough. You spirit of confusion. Enough is enough. We put you down and our feet in the name of Jesus. We put you down and our feet in the name of Jesus. You spirit of confusion in our nation, in our government, we put you down. We put you down. We pull you down and our feet in the name of Jesus. We put you down. We put you down and our feet in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want you to tear stronghold down. Their principalities, tear them down. Tear them down. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. I can't hear you praying. I can't hear you praying. I can't hear you praying. I want you to tell the devil, lose Kenya today. Lose Kenya today. Lose the Kenyanese today. Lose our destiny. Lose our destiny. Lose our destiny. Lose the destiny of our nation. 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 I can't tell you praying. I can't tell you praying. I want to 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 tell you praying. Oh yes, oh yes. We serve a living God. We serve a mighty God. We serve a living God. We serve a mighty God. We serve a God who answers by fire. We serve a God who delivers by fire. We serve a God who delivers by fire. Oh Lord Jesus, deliver Kenya today by fire. 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 By fire. By fire. I can't tell you praying. I can't tell you praying. 
I want to hear you pray until you feel the anointing has come down. I watch how you pray until you feel the presence of God has come down, has overshadowed you, have taken full control. I watch how you pray until you feel the Shekabas and don't sit down. Raymond Shekabas. Lord Jesus, just, just, just hold. Lord Jesus, I thank you for every brother, every sister that is here. Lord, as I was seated, you ask me, Lord, to pray for this, to pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, in obedience to your word, I pray, Lord, may every lips, every mouth that is here, Lord, be touched by the Spirit of God to release fire in their mouth in Jesus' name. Amen. That whatever prayer they are making, that whatever prophetic they are making, Lord, it will be backed by heaven and by the fire of the Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' name, Lord, I speak every mouth, Lord, every mouth that is here, Lord, Lord Jesus, I pray, may you touch every mouth, Lord, by the fire of the Spirit of God, by the power of the Spirit of God, as they make this prophetic declaration, as they pray, my Father, Lord God, may they experience fire coming from their mouth, oh God, breaking every chain and forces of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus, bringing foundations of the enemy down in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, because we are a congregation of the children of God. Hallelujah. And Lord Jesus, there is power here. There is your anointing here. There is your light here, Lord Jesus. And today, Lord, foundations are being broken, Lord. Today, curses are being broken in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord Jesus, as we declare, Lord, we declare under your grace in Jesus' name. Lift up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I refuse to be careful concerning every forces of the enemy that raises against my name. Lord Jesus, I refuse to be careful and I command that every voice of the enemy that is raised against my name, that is raised against my destiny, I command it, I command it to fall down and die by power and fire in Jesus' name. Oh Lord Jesus, I command Rema Seka Yete Basinta Every voice of the enemy that is raised against my name that is raised against my destiny that is raised against my, the works of my hands I command them by fire and power to fall down and die in Jesus mighty name in Jesus name Say, Lord Jesus, I speak peace. I speak calmness. I speak peace. I speak calm into my life in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, may your grace, may your light, may your anointing speak peace to my life. Speak calmness to my life in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, every forces of fear and confusion that have been sent against me right now by the power of the spirit of God I cancel them I nullify them I scatter them by power and fire in Jesus name I refuse every spirit of confusion over my house in Jesus name my house is my altar where I call Upon the name of the Lord. And I refuse to dwell together with fear and confusion 
In Jesus' mighty name. Oh Lord Jesus, I speak the fire and the power and the light and the anointing of God to my house, to my residence. In Jesus' name. That is my altar. And you my enemy that raises against my altar. Every arrow of you that you send against me. Every weapon that you send against me. Right now, by the power of the Spirit of God, I scatter you. I scatter you. I destroy you. I uproot you. I overthrow you. By the power of the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name. My altar shall stand. My name shall stand. My destiny shall stand. I will be recognized in heaven on and earth in Jesus' name because I'm blessed of God. Oh Lord Jesus, I'm blessed of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Say, O oh Lord, I have taken refuge. And let me never be put to shame. Because I've taken refuge to you. In Jesus' name. I pray, deliver me in your righteousness. In Jesus' name. Turn your ear to me and come quickly to my rescue. In Jesus' name. Be the rock of my refuge. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Rema Saka Basinta. Oh Lord, I pray make Saka Basinta. I have taken refuge in you, Lord. Sheka Bayanda Rabasinta. Do not allow me to be put to shame. Make Ayenda Rabasinta. Deliver me in your righteousness. Seka Bayanda Rabasinta. Oh Lord, turn your ears to me. Make Saka Basinta. Come quickly to my aid, Rema Zakabashinta. Rescue me, Lord, Rema Zakabashinta. I have no other rock, Lord Jesus, other than you, Lord. You are the rock of my refuge, Sheka Bayanta. You are the rock of my destiny, Sheka Mayanda Rabasinta. Make a Zekabasinta. Robo Sheterba Sikarabasinta. Make a Zekabayanda Rabasinta. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, since you are my rock, and my fortress for the sake of your name lead me and guide me because the step of a good man are ordered of you Lord Jesus for the sake of your name lead me and guide me that my enemies may never succeed because when I succeed many shall succeed because many I wait you to lift me up. Oh Lord Jesus, Shaka Bayanda Rabasinta, for the sake of your name, Lord. Rema Zeka Bayanda Rabasinta. I pray, Meka Seka Basindo Robosinta. Reme Seka Rabasinta. Lead me and guide me, Rema Saka Bayanta, because you have made me a destiny helper to many, Lord. Ma Sheka Bayanda Rabasinta. That I will bear fruit, Sheka Basinda Rebasinta, in every season of my life, including this one. In Jesus' name, Maka Seko Roboshinta, Rabayende Reba Sata Kabasinta, Meke Seka Bayando Roboshinta, Rashende Reba Saka Rabasinta, in Jesus' name, Maka Sata Rabasinta. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, hey, we are praying. Lord Jesus, I pray, I declare 
and confess. Free me. Free me. Deliver me from any trap set against me. Set against my name. Set against my destiny. Set against my household. Set against the work of my hands. Lord Jesus, I pray, deliver me, redeem me, lift me up in Jesus' name. Disgrace the enemy by lifting me up, Lord. Hallelujah. Because, Lord, you have made me that I may always be delivered by you. Lord Jesus, you alone are my deliverer. You alone are my rock. Rama zende basheta rabasinta. Oh Lord Jesus, shaka mayanda rabasinta. You alone are my deliverer. Rama zeka bayando robosinta. I pray free me from every trap of the enemy. Manda seke beyende basinta. Oh Lord Jesus, I pray free, free me from every trap of the enemy in Jesus' mighty name. Manda seke reba seto robosinta. Rama yanda rabashendo robosinta. Rama zeko boshinda rabasaika. Reba seka mayanda rabasinta. Meke seka bayando roboshinta. Rabayanda rabasekte kebasinta. Oh moko yende rebasata rabasinta. Nere maseka bayanda rabasinta. In Jesus name. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Because you have never handed me to my enemies. But you have set my feet in a spacious place. You have set my feet for progress. You have set my feet for my success. May your anointing locate my feet. May your favor locate my feet. May your light locate my feet. In Jesus' name. Oh Lord Jesus, I pray. May your anointing locate my feet. May your light locate my feet. May Oh, moko seka bayanda rabashendo robosinta. Meke zeka rabasanda rabasaka basinta. Robo sheke beyende rebasenda rabasaika. Oh, Lord Jesus, shaka bayanda rabasendo mosinta. Meke yende rebasanda rabasaika. Maka sheko boyende rebasinta. Lord Jesus, sheka bayande rebasata kabasinta. Meke zeka bayando robosinta. Rabasendo roboseka bazaka bayanta. Meke yende rebasinta. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Rama Basinta. For those who are asking me where I am, that was Psalms 31, verse 1 to 8. You, you proceed at your own time. Now we go to Psalms 35 and leave your Bible. We are here to pray. Rabba Sheka, Psalms 35. Don't, don't open your Bible. Just, just, just need to remember that we are praying. Psalms 31, verse 1 to 8. Now we go to Psalms 35, verse 1 to 8. Say, Lord Jesus, contend. With those who contend against me, who fights against me, who fights against my name, who fights against my destiny, who fights against the works of my hands, who fights against the anointing of God upon my life, who fights against your blessings upon my life, Lord Jesus. Do not spare them, Lord, because they fight against a child of God, a favored one of God, and a delivered one of God, the redeemed of the Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, 
I pray, make us set our basinta. Contend against those who contend against me, Lord Jesus. Remeyende basanda rabasaika. Fight against them, Lord. Ramazeka bayanta. Those who contend against me, Lord Jesus. Meyeka bayando robosinta. Manda sheka yende rebasinta. Oh Lord Jesus, sheka rabazanda rabasinta. Rebazeka rabasando robosinta. Meke shenda rabasata kabasinta. Meke yende mashindo robosaika. In Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, take up your shield. Take up your sword. And rise. And come. And come to my help. Lord Jesus, take up your shield. Take up your sword. And arise, Lord, as my deliverer. As my mighty man of war. And come up to my support. Come up to and fight for me, Lord. None, ever, none other Lord can fight for me like you do as my mighty man of war. Oh my mighty man of war. Arise tonight Lord. Arise tonight Lord. Arise tonight Lord. My mighty man of war. Arise tonight Lord Jesus. Arise tonight Lord Jesus. May the enemy know that my mighty man of war is in my territory tonight. Oh Lord Jesus. Shaka Mayanda Rabasinta. Arise as a mighty man of war Lord. May my enemies know, Lord, that my mighty man of war is in my territory tonight. Lord Jesus, sheka mayanda rabasinta. Oh, arise as my mighty man of war, Ramaseka Bayanta. May my enemies know, Lord Jesus, that my mighty man of war is in my territory today. Speaking deliverance, Shaka Bayanda Rabasinta. Speaking rescue, Sheka Bayanda Rabasinta. Rosheka Bayanda Rabasinta. May no weapon of my enemies stand tonight, Lord. Rabayende Basenda Rabasika. Moko Sheka Bayanda Rabasinta. Roshezeka Mayanda Rabasinta. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand. Say, Lord Jesus, arise tonight as my mighty man of war. And let my enemies see your light in my territory, in my life, that every of their weapons, that every of their weapons, that every of their strategies, that every of their traps, that every of their plans be destroyed. By your sword. Lord Jesus. May your sword. Never spare. Every strategy. Every plan. Every object, object, objection. Every traps. Every snare. Of the enemy. Lord Jesus. Do not spare. Every plan of the enemy. Lord Jesus. Do not spare them Lord. By your sword Lord. You are in my territory tonight Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, you're in my territory tonight. Oh, Remasaka Bayanda Rabasinta. Lord Jesus, you're in my territory tonight. Remasaka Bayanta. Robo Yende Rebasanda Rabasaika. Make Yende Masanda Robo Shinta. Oh, Lord Jesus, you're in my territory tonight, Lord. May no weapon of the enemy survive your sword, Lord. Rema Yende Basinda Rabasaika. May no weapon of the enemy survive your sword tonight. Rebashenda Robo Sinta. May no weapon of the enemy survive your sword tonight. In Jesus' name, Makaseka Bayanta. Robo Shende Rebasanda Rabasaika. Mekayende Vasindo Robo Sinta. Rasheka Bayande Rebasaika. Mekasendo Boshinda Rabasaika. In Jesus' name. 
Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. May, 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 my, may the weapon of my enemies never survive your sword tonight. Never survive the fire of the Holy Ghost tonight in Jesus' name. I've been waiting, you Lord, for my certain deliverance. And today, Lord, by faith, Lord, I walk delivered. I walk freed. I walk saved. I walk redeemed. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Rema says So, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, may those that seek my, seek my life, Lord Jesus, may those that seek my life be disgraced and be put to shame. May they never succeed because of your sword and because of the power of the Spirit of God. And because of the fire of the Spirit of God. May every shame that is planned for my life, including financial shame, be sent back to my enemies, to frustrate my enemies. I refuse to go down by financial shame, by financial disgrace. In Jesus' name. May every weapon of the enemy that is sent against me to bring my salvation down. In the mighty name of Jesus. May it be sent. Back to the enemy. As confusion. To their camp. In Jesus name. Because Lord Jesus. I refuse to go down. In Jesus name. I refuse to go down. In Jesus name. The spirit of the Lord is telling me to pray. These are the prayer. And uh, <clears throat> These are a prayer and I will give a guide. If, if you are not married and your parents are alive, you pray for your parents. If you are here and your, your, your wife or your, your husband is here, go hold your husband and your wife or your wife's hands before you pray this, uh, this prayer. If you are here and your parents are there, pray this prayer. So quickly move, quickly move, quickly move if they are here. If they are not here, just follow from me in this prayer. I happen to have a wife. And only one. So I'm waiting for her to relocate. Because those were instructions. Say, Lord Jesus, my marriage shall never miscarriage. Because I decree so. In Jesus' name. The Bible says, I shall decree a thing and it shall be established. So that the light of God may shine over my path. I decree the Lord Jesus, my marriage shall never miscarriage in Jesus' name. My marriage shall never backfire in Jesus' name. My marriage, Lord Jesus, shall never fail in Jesus' name. Because my marriage, Lord, is supposed to encourage and strengthen the kingdom of God for the sake of your name Lord Jesus cause my marriage to succeed Lord Jesus may every weapon of the enemy send against my marriage backfire by power and fire in Jesus name Rema seka bayando robosinta Lord Jesus shaka bayanda rabasinta Lord Jesus sheke beyende ribasata kabasinta 
Rosheka bayande ribasata rabasenta. Resheka bayando robosheta rabasaika. Meke zeka bayanda rabasenta. Roshende zeka yande ribasaika. Moku zeka bayanda rabasendo robosaika. Maka sheke beyende ribaseta rabasaika. Manda sheka bayando robosenta. One more thing. One more thing. Sheka bayanda rabba. Every youth, lift up both hands. Every youth, every youth, lift up both hands. Repeat after me. I have to be faithful to what the Lord is saying. Say, Lord Jesus, I refuse to backslide. I command by the fire of the Holy Ghost, every weapon of the enemy, send against me to disgrace your name and your kingdom by me falling down, by me backsliding. Lord Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, I scatter into seven different directions. Every weapon of the enemy send against me. Every trap of the enemy send against me. Every plan of the enemy send against me to bring my salvation down in Jesus' name. And Lord Jesus, right now, you told me, Lord, to enjoy my youth. Lord Jesus, I speak the anointing of God over my youth in Jesus' name. I speak your shield of glory over my youth in Jesus' name. I prophesy that my youth shall be fruitful, shall be fruitful in Jesus' name. I prophesy that my youth shall be fruitful in Jesus' name. I will produce good results in my youth in Jesus' name. I will produce good fruits in my youth in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, I shall be so successful that my testimony shall be an enough testimony to bring many to the kingdom of God because I shall be admired. Because of your grace and your anointing upon my life. Right now, Lord Jesus, I receive a new anointing over my face, over my life, in Jesus' name. An anointing for success. An anointing that attracts favor in Jesus' name. Favor in Jesus' name. Anointing that brings favor, that attracts favor in my life. In Jesus' name. Take a minute to pray over that. Sheka bayanda rabasato robosinta. Reseka bayanda rabasando boshinta. Mika zeka bayanda rabasato roboshite rebazinta. Meka ete kamazendo roboshita rabasaika. Rashendi rema zaka rabasinta. Roseka bayandi rebaseta kabasinta. In Jesus' name. Makaseta kabasinta. Praise the Lord. Pastor Kimani, we want to share history in the next session that we have before we close. You have wonderful people whom we want to 
Stand before the Lord. When it goes good with your people, it goes good with you. Amen. And it also God goes with us so that we can say our ministry has borne fruit. For all of you who love Pastor Kimani, this is your night. And those of you who hate him, I don't know what to tell you. Only witches at this guy. And uh, we are going to pray a very, not even pray, we are going to do some ministry to some people. And I beg you guys, open your heart to Jesus. What we are here to do is tangible, it is real. Sit down just for two minutes, we get some instructions so that when we flow, we flow properly. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 11, and I will just run you through the story, a king lost his kingdom through a certain witch called Ataliah. Ataliah was like a witch. She was a murderer. She was a usurper. And she went ahead and killed all those who were meant to inherit the throne. And after killing them, she sat herself there as the queen, and she usurped the position. So what happened some godly men led by a certain priest and some prophets decided to re, 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 reverse the old damage and to undo the old damage. Now I want to read for you from verse 7, no, from verse 5. And he commanded them saying, this is the thing that you shall do, part of which you shall do tonight. Because most of you, you think you are to be reduced to your salary, which is a lie. Some of you think you are to be reduced to your educational system or, or level, which is a lie. Some of you think you are to be reduced to your mistakes, which is a lie. Tonight, for the sake of Jesus and his servant, none of the people who came to this place must live the same. All of you who have been usurped from your rightful position, we are going to make prophetic ministration. And you are going to be restored to your place. There are days when salvation brought joy. For some of you, you no longer have joy. Some enemy is sitting on your throne of joy. We are going to remove him. There are days women got married when the Lord blessed them. Some of you have been waiting for long. We are going to reverse it tonight. There are days men who love a man of God, who love substance, to be able to express their love and their support. And some of you, you have been lacking substance. Yet God knows in heaven you are faithful. We are going to stand you in your substance tonight. This night, I wish all who love you are here. I wish. Thank God for. Where is my brother Chris? Chris, there's something the Lord is doing tonight. Thank God your daughter is here to represent your wife. They are, I feel they are part of those who love Pastor Kimani. They are those who love Pastor Kimani. And we have a, we have a vendetta. We have an agenda. So, verse 5 says. This is the thing that you shall do. Brother Joe, this is the thing that you are to do. A third part of you shall enter in on the Sabbath, even 
even to even to the gate to be keepers of the watch of the king's house and a third shall be at the gate of sur and a third at the gate behind the guard so that you shall keep watch of the house that it be not broken down as we speak there are marriages breaking down but as we stand they will not break down as we speak, there are finances that are breaking down. But as we stand tonight, they shall not break down. As we speak, there are hopes that are breaking down. But as we stand tonight, they shall not break down. You have been standing in prayer. And we thank God for you. Now it is our time to do our job as you cooperate. Will you cooperate? We are going to do our job. We are going to stand on your behalf. You cannot love this man and fail to have substance to support him. He wants to see weddings and weddings. And some enemy is saying, you cannot walk in this ale and do your wedding. It has to happen. All the girls who love this man, we are here to stand on your behalf. You have to walk down this aisle and live to tell a story. You have to walk. My brother Joe, there are enemies who vow that the children of God cannot do a holy matrimony. But they rather go with the breadcrumbs that fall down. That is a lie. Whoever is sitting on the throne against you in marriage, they are going to fall down tonight. Yes. The anointing of God is upon us. Whatever we cast is cast. Whatever we bless is blessed. Yes. So the Bible says there are things that we have to watch lest they fall. Your hopes will not fall. Your dreams, I see two youths who are waiting even to board a plane by next year. That dream shall not fail. It shall not fail. Pastor must now begin to be disturbed with international calls. Not from enemies but from his own sons and his own daughters. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 7, and two parts of you shall go forth on the Sabbath, even they shall keep watch of the house of the Lord about the king. And you shall encompass the king round about, every man with his weapons. We have weapons in our hands. There is a session we are going to surround the youths and make very dangerous declarations. None of our youths will get there when we get there. But we are going to surround them with weapons. We are going to stand around them. My brother, I told you of a day, prophets, 12 of them, told me to kneel down. And as I knelt down, they began to march around me and make declarations over my body, over my soul, and my spirit. And as they marched around me, I have tried to escape the prayers that they prayed. I have not been able to escape. They said, this one shall not even father any legitimate child. This one shall not fall into a trap of any woman. And they made prayers and made, like this brother, pray in tongues as you surround me. Oh, Koromazaya. Somebody begin to pray. This one shall not fail God. This ministry shall not fail. As they surround me, so are we going to surround you tonight? And something 
things that could not stand must stand. Some things that could not happen must happen. Some things that you are failing must not now fail. Some things that you could not receive, you must receive. Somebody begin to pray in tongues. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hey, I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Things must stand. Yes. And people must stand. Yes. And visions must stand. Yes. And the potentials people have must stand. Yes. Pastor Kimani, yes. none of your kingdom financiers yes. is ever going to go down. Oh, yes. All who support you must now stand. All who love you must now see the goodness of God. Yes. They surrounded the king with their weapons. Tonight we have weapons of our mouths. Yes and our declarations. Yes. As we declare, my sister, my brother, it yes. shall happen. Yes, in Jesus name. We cannot pay bills so in hospitals anymore Ramayende while the house of God has needs. Yes. No more hospitalization Moko of members of this church. Yes. No more burials of Moko members of this church. No more court cases that waste Roshika money of members of this church. Yes. No more, no more. Yes, yes, No more yes. embarrassment. In Jesus' name, no, Lord. The anointing is coming. Moko yes. Mm. Verse, 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 verse 8. Mm. And he shall encompass the king round about, mm. every man with his weapons mm. in his hand. Mm. And he that cometh within the ranges, mm. let him be slain. Yes. And be ye with the king as yes. he goeth out yes. and as he cometh in. Hallelujah. I tell you tonight, mm. there are things we are going to shoot down. Yes. They will never rise again. I tell you. You know, my brother, mm, mm. there are some of our dear sisters whom mm. we love and God knows we love them. Yes. But there is a deceiver already deceiving them. Mm. There is a liar already lying to them. Mm. There is a usurper of destiny mm. or ever, already trying to usurp their destiny. Yes. Tonight, mm. we are shooting them down. Yes. Some of you have bright business proposals mm. and there is a fool somewhere mm. who is planning to steal your idea mm. and run away with it. When yes. they turn their back to run, we shoot them down. Yes. What a night. Verse 10. Or verse 9. And the captains over the hundreds did according to all things that Jehovah the priest commanded. And they took every man his men and were, and were to come in on the Sabbath. And with them that should go out on the Sabbath and come to Jehovah with the priest. And the captains over hundreds and the priest give king give King David's mm. spears and shields that were in the temple of the Lord. Yes. And the God stood every man with his weapons in his hand mm. round about the king mm. from the right corner of mm. the temple mm. to the corner of the temple mm. along the altar and the temple. Yes. And he brought forth the king's son mm. and put the crown upon him. Yes. Some of you have been carrying shame on your head. Mm -hmm. Tonight you are putting crowns on your heads. Oh yes. We are putting crowns on your heads. Yes. Do you believe me, Pastor Kimani, when I mm. tell you mm. some mm. of them already have faith and by mm. next year mm. they will begin to operate in millions? Yes. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Glory, some Lord. Glory, glory, Lord Jesus. Shaka Bayande Reba 
The condition is very simple. Love this man as he rises, you rise. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless him as he is blessed, you are blessed. Yes, Lord. Very simple condition. Yes. And I've always noticed, even with my brother, mm. when we meet people who genuinely love this vision yes. and love this man, yes. it is very easy to flow with them prophetically. Yes. Very easy. Hallelujah. Mm. Tonight, mm. we are making a demand yes. that a crown is coming on the head of all those who have faith tonight. Yes. Mm. All those who are faith tonight, yes. there is a crown coming on your oh, head. And when you stand, mm. you will not stand empty. Mm. You will stand with a crown on your head. Mm. And you will stand with a throne behind you. Mm. You will not just sit on an ordinary seat. Mm. And some of you have to decide it that mm. from tonight, no more ordinary sitting. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lastly. And the guard stood every man with his weapons in his hand round about. So they brought the king's son and put the crown upon him and gave him the testimony. And they made him king and anointed him. And they clapped with their hands and said, God save the king. A man was consigned to death. Now people are clapping for him and saying, God save the king. It doesn't matter where you are before you came to this meeting tonight. There is a woman I'm seeing her, and God remind me. There's a woman I'm seeing her, she has two sons. And tonight we are going to make a decrease that through these two sons, this woman must live to love all the days of her life. Where the enemy meant that there should be sorrow, we are going to command there should be clapping and rejoicing and congratulating all the days of our life.